Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. You can hear me on 97.1 The Freak. That is former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. This whole damn presentation is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online, the last of the major pro sports. Kicked off this week. Bet Online is your top spot for all your NBA action this week. And we got the MLB postseason, NFL, college football, NHL, all going. Bet Online, your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport, anytime. Head to Bet Online today and get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V. To receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Congratulations to Taylor Swift. I saw as of this morning, she's a billionaire. And I'm proud to have been the one to put her over the top by going to see her Eras Tour film last night. Uh, you are welcome, Tay Tay. And um, happy billionaireing. Hey, Jesse. What's up, bro? You saw, so how was the film? You went and saw it? What was, what was it? It was, a, it was a, a cinematic version of all her concerts, behind-the-scenes behind the stuff? No, there's not a single behind-the-scenes thing to it. Um, it's literally just uh, a viewing of her stadium at SoFi. That's it. It's just her whole concert at SoFi. And I saw it at AT&T, so I didn't need to see it. But I went with friends to a Stars game last week, and while I was three-quarters drunk, they were like, hey, we're going to do the Taylor thing. And I was like, cool. And, I, and then I'm whatever. So uh, Cowboys Rams, huh? SoFi Cowboys Rams. I don't, I don't no, know. Cowboys Rams AT and T. Well, no, but SoFi is where they do play, and that's oh, the, word, the movie I saw last night. Yeah, and and if you watched the game last week from SoFi, they had some uh, one of the local rappers had some uh, some ladies of the night, the pole ladies. I saw that. Place. What is his name? Blueface. Blue yeah, I wish I didn't know that. I honestly wish my life had existed um, yeah. forever and not yeah. knowing that that's a name that I can readily like spit off um, because of the nonsense that he's a part of. But yeah. Yeah. Matt Stafford's wife was upset. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't like that Blueface yeah. had strippers at the, in the suite at the game. And she said that because her, I don't know, some family member, saw it on Instagram that she was like, I don't want to be at this stadium if this is going on. And I'm like, well, what you saw is what somebody saw on Instagram. He could have had strippers anywhere and your family member would have seen it because clearly <laughs> they follow him on Instagram. So the problem wasn't the stadium. What are you uh, doing? Weirdo? I don't um, know about Stafford's wife at all, but this isn't the first time she's like publicly said something that she had absolutely nothing to do about and probably should have just, you know, minded her own business in it. She, she, she gives off the very, 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 uh, uh, South Lake, Karen vibes. Shout out to all my folks at South Lake. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, she did, she has a podcast. That's the problem. Anytime, oh. anytime somebody who is not the player has a podcast, <laughs> I would be like, oh crap. It's like you see Jackson Mahomes has started creeping towards towards Taylor and uh, and Mahomes' wife Brittany. Brittany yeah. He's going to end up TikToking this crap, and that's going to be the end. That's when I quit. Like, you got lawsuits to deal with, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, Stop yeah, touching yeah. people who didn't ask you to. <laughs> Let's start there. Let's start there, buddy. Uh, but anyway. Oh, to the how, much, 
How about, the Cowboys, <laughs> how about Cowboys Rams? Hey, while we're not doing anything productive, Jesse, what are the odds you want to do radio for free today? Our company doesn't have any money, but we are short a person. You want gift cards to specs that you can sell on the black market? Um, Cowboys Rams, though. Rams are they're so weird because there's some really big names and some really good players, and there's some things about them that you're like, man, that's tough to stop. And yet at the end of the day, why they're pretty average. So as we're as you're going into Cowboys and Rams, what are you looking for from the good guys? Well, for me, for the Cowboys, um, I'm looking to see I'm starting at the top. If, if you know, I'm 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 holding accountability at the top, and I'm looking to see can Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn use the time that they've had over this bye week to tweak some things, uh, to twerk some things. Well, not maybe not twerk some things, twerk some things, but definitely tweak some things, definitely tweak some things. And, and like I was having this thought, and then yesterday, former Super Bowl winning coach uh, and former Pittsburgh Steelers coach, um, I just drew a blank. What Bill Cower. Bill Cower. Thank you. Uh, Bill Cower talked about this is the time of the year where coaches begin to really earn their coaching and money title. He's like, you know, when you get to that like sixth, seventh, eighth game of the season after you come back from a bye, and he wasn't even speaking about the Dallas Cowboys, but I thought it was just fitting. He said, this is when you have to coach. This is when you have to be able to say, here is our plan, right? Because we're not doing a wholesale change the middle of the season. Unless we have some traumatic injuries to our roster, we're not doing wholesale changes. Whatever's in is in. And he says, how best can you, one, motivate your guys every single day to, to come to practice, to come to work, to watch film, to really dig in uh, to the season and, and what's ahead of them. He said, two, how can you get creative in what you already have? How are you able to tweak the things that you already have to give your players and your coaching staff the best opportunities week in and week out? And he says, this is the part of the year a lot of times where coaches got to coach. You got to be able to get into a game and really, really coach. So I'm hoping to see that there is a there is a change of um, of of the way that they've been going about things offensively and defensively. Uh, I know that there's been some injuries on that side, but you know I'll stay on the offensive side for right now. But you know, offensively, getting getting more creative. Brandon Cooks, who a guy who you brought in to be your bona fide number two veteran receiver, has the skill set. Has been a thousand yard receiver. Every single where he's gone that he's played enough games to kind of find himself in that category. Right now, after five games of the NFL season, Brandon Cooks has 13 catches for 109 yards and one touchdown. Just to give you kind of a little reference of that, uh, A.J. Brown had 10 catches, 137 yards, and a touchdown last week. So Brandon Cooks has what some would say a game's worth of work in an entire season. And the Cowboys still, I think, only have two or three 20 plus yard plays in their passing game this season six games in your number one receiver when you go down the list he has 34 catches right now that will put him somewhere along the lines of maybe in receptions maybe like the 19th 20th receiver in the national football league right now those type of things just can't happen i'm happy to hear that the cowboys got their uh their their, their running game coordinator and their running back coach back after he missed some time due to uh, personal health uh, and other things that he had to deal with. But the running game just hasn't been where it needs to be. And so all these things you're looking at, and, and, and the trade deadline is looming, of course. But for me, I'm starting at the top, and I'm saying, all right, Mike, for, for whatever you're worth, whatever you have left in the tank, 
can you figure out a way to not be stubborn in the way that you want to do things, but also understand that you have to have some sort of change if this thing is going to work for this football team. And it starts with you, it ends with you, and this is the week that we get a chance to see it. We got to get going. Yeah, and I don't like the running game. It's fun to watch the uh, the things that people will click on because the things that people will click on is like hot names and catch words. Right. And uh, so like I've seen trade, 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 and like trade for Derrick Henry and all these different things. And like, cool, if the Cowboys traded for a guy that's good at football that can help him win at football, I'm in. But I will, I would just say this: when it comes to the running game, if you want to fix the running game, it is very, very rare that a that a running back is the answer to that. <laughs> the answer to that is either schematic or Terrence Steele and Tyler Biotish blocking better in the run game. Yeah. Uh, and so it is fun though. I love the idea of trading for people all the time. Like, do I want to trade for a receiver? Hell yeah. Let's do it. Let's go get Devontae Adams. Let's go get all the good players. But right now, I'm honest with you. go get me Gabe Davis. Uh, go get me Gabe Davis. Yeah, I think Gabe Davis kind of sucks. I don't I think that dude can't get open to save his life. I think he I think he would help our red zone woes tremendously. Okay. At least big body guy. Um, but it doesn't like for what? You got to show me that you can get her, the ball to a wide receiver before I'm right. worried about adding more wide receivers. Like Brandon Cooks is on pace for uh what'd you say at hundred so so he's on pace for about a three hundred and sixty yard season. We yeah. want to add another guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's Devontae Adams, season stats, thirty-eight catches for four ten. How's he feeling at the end of the year? Um, but I'm looking forward to the I'm like the thing that's fun about watching the Rams play is just that like Matt Stafford's gonna deliver the ball uh -huh. and they throw to two dudes a lot. So like I do like you go to bet online and you bet the props on Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua and you watch them sling it around, and then Matt's going to throw one pick, get sacked four times, mm -hmm. not score in the red zone a decent amount of times, and you're going to win like 27-20, but his two receivers are going to total 26 catches for <laughs> 300 and a tutty. And so it's, <laughs> it, it's like when you go, when you just watch them play and you see how often they can get the ball to who they want to get the ball to and how some of those plays look, it doesn't really make sense that they score 22 points a game. Um, but that's football. Like They've got – they could – Brandon Cooks would love being there. He wouldn't win as many games, but they would probably figure out how to get him the ball before they threw their picks and took their sacks and their defense wasn't as good as the Cowboys. Uh, so the Rams are fun to watch play offense. It just hadn't resulted in them being very good at football because they've got the names you know, but the rest of the roster is very important. Yeah. And they ain't got it. No, you're right. And, and, and I think a lot of that happens on the defensive end. When you look at what Raheem Morris wants to do, he runs a three-four scheme. I particularly like to call it a five-two-four, and the reason why I like to call it a five-two-four is because of the size, pause, of the guys up front. I mean, you, yes, we know Aaron Donald, but you're talking about your your, your three-four defensive ends or linebackers, whatever you want to call them. One of them is three hundred and ten pounds. Like, and and if Young, they have listed as two fifty. If Young is if Young is two hundred and fifty pounds, I'm light skinned. And last I checked, I'm not the fairest of the skin of brothers. That joke ain't 250 pounds. He's at least 265, 275, like with long arms. So it looks like a 3-4, but it feels like a 5-2-4. Uh, and then Brahim, he wants to do all these things on the back end and disguise coverage and have these post-snap different looks. The problem is always when you as a defensive coordinator and you come from these different places and you have the Jimmys and Joes to actually execute those things, it's phenomenal. It's, it's phenomenal. harder when they can't play. 
it's phenomenal when you have guys who have range and intelligence and athletic ability and speed and just finesse. But then when you try to take that same framework and you input it in and, and, and don't, don't, get, don't get me wrong, right? As a, as a career Jag myself, right? I respect the Jags, no 100%. Um, but it just looks different when you, when you see what it was before when he had some name band players back there to what he has now and you're looking around like who is that guy where's that guy like you really have to break out the roster and figure out where's this guy from where's this guy from never heard of this guy before oh yeah there's Aaron Donald and then and then so you try to you try to do these things and he goes oh I see why they're leaving guys wide open and why they can't pass guys off and why the middle of the field is consistently open <clears throat> Ferg I hope you get some action this week down the middle of the field um but it's it's like I see what you're trying to do Raheem I see I see I see, radio Raheem I see what you're trying to do the only issue is you just don't have the you don't have the thoroughbreds to really run this race. You, you know your quarter horses ain't, ain't ain't you don't have the secretaries out there. You don't you don't have those guys out there. So you kind of you know got to scale back. But you know coaches are stubborn and they're gonna do what they're gonna do and they're gonna say you, you just have to execute better. It's like yeah he wants to execute well. He really really does want to execute. Problem is he's just he's not he's not who you think he is. I know who you want him to be. You had some guys like that before. He's not he's not that. And they have a bunch of those guys on defense. And I think, you know, when you look at that offense, long drives and long fields they have to take, it can sometimes get a little bit uh, a little bit wacky. But number 99, still a good football player. Jeff's favorite matchups to watch, Cowboys-Rams. Uh, number one, this is a test for Dan Quinn, which you already mentioned. Coaches got to earn their money right about now. This is one yep. for Dan Quinn because you're going to run into another offense that loves moving people around before the snap, at the snap, all the different things. Can your Just team – well. Can you be a assignment sound and know what your job is when this dude runs that way, and then right when he finishes, whoops, that guy's going over here, and that guy's going to line up behind that guy. We still remember what we're doing, everybody? You got that figured <laughs> out? We're going to have to play assignment sound football. Favorite matchup um, for the Cowboys to have the advantage? Cowboys have the best pass rush in football, depending on how you measure those things. I like pass rush win rate and how often on dropbacks do you get pressure. Cowboys are number one in football. Cowboys have a very good pass rush, and the Rams' offensive line is not all that. Very good pass rush or very good pass rusher. Uh, I mean, they go together. Okay, all right. I think I think Osa's having his best year. I think Tank is still good. Fowler gets home some. I think Parsons is obviously the engine, but the Cowboys have a good pass rush. They definitely have a good pass rusher, but that helps them have a good pass rush. But I think like they are. I think the number I saw yesterday. They get pressure on 51% of pass plays, the Cowboys do. Next best is like 42 or 43 is Cleveland. But the Cowboys, over half the time you drop back, your quarterback is going to be pressured. And the Rams are not the best equipped team to stop that, nor is their quarterback. Uh, So that is the matchup that is the reason that Dan Quinn and his defense should be able to handle this team. You should be able to play in front. You should be able to beat the Rams. Cowboys 27, Rams 20. Yeah, I do, too, have the Cowboys winning this football game. They should win this football game. Um, this is the time of the year, like I said before, you got to get going. Like, you got to get going. You, you got you to gotta stretch your games, minus the Eagles, that you kind of – Rams, Eagles, then you have, like, Carolina, Washington, New York. Like, you have some games in there where you should be able to run off about a good six or seven uh, in that in that time frame before you get to the that, that, that late November, December schedule where you got to go Buffalo, Miami – who else is in there? Seattle, some good teams, some good teams in there. So uh, they got to get going. So I got the Cowboys also winning this game. I, I had, I had, what did I say the other day? I said 27, 
20, I said 27, let's go 27, 17. Let's go 27, 17 like that. I like the way that sounds. 27, 17. It's a damn NFL blowout is what that is. Yeah. All right. Go Rangers. Oh, wait. I got some free on the border plug. I didn't realize that was on my playoff towel. <laughs> Congrats to on the border. Um, let's yeah, go Rangers. Thanks to our friends at Bet Online. This is Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. Remember, you have no idea what anyone is going through. So be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Taylor did the heart thing in her concert last night. You stole it from me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.